Want to start building a dream closet, but you just don't know where to start? Okay, well, hang tight because I'm going to come right back and I'm going to share my ABCs for building your dream wardrobe. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. I am so excited today because today I'm going to be discussing a topic um, that I is a huge part of the work that I do. It's really about building a dream closet. And how do you even get started? Does it sound kind of overwhelming because it feels like this grand vision, this grand idea? Well, today I'm going to break it down into little baby steps and you'll be able to go and get started trying to figure out what your dream closet looks like and how to how to build it. Uh, but before I get started, I want to say thank you for being here once again. I also want to say thank you to my super awesome producer, Rick Moscosa, who's always here in the production room making everything happen. There he is popping his head out. I wonder if I'm going to be calling him on stage today. He doesn't really like it when I do that, especially when it's a topic about clothes. But, you know, we always need that male perspective, that fresh male perspective. So, I'm just going to say, Rick, be on guard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, thank you again for being here. We want to hear your comments. We want your questions so we can answer them. Drop the nuggets in the comments box and let us know what you're thinking. Um, or if you have any additional ideas or if something resonates with you, we really want to hear all the things that you have to add to the program because honestly, this is a program about a community that we are building around the waste up, a waste up wardrobe uh, life and a waste up wardrobe world, and we want everybody to chime in and really be part of this community. Okay, so first, I want to start off by saying that you know um, I, I I'm I'm sharing something that I get a lot of questions about, right? Questions about how do I get started? It feels overwhelming to have a great wardrobe. And even I don't even know where I would even get started. So today, I'm going to break it down. And I really, in order to break things down when it comes to, you know, style, the styling world or image consulting or really any anything really, I like to break it down to little bite-sized pieces. And I teach my everything that I do, I teach in what I call the ABCs of something. So today's show is going to be based on the ABCs of how to build that really knockout wardrobe, the, that wardrobe that is like your dream closet. It feels like everything in it is right and fits and works and is functional, right? So that is what we're going to be talking about. And I like to break it down in the ABCs because style is I see and I view style and I believe style to be a language. You know, when you get dressed up and you are, you know, wearing something, you're really speaking 
in a, in a different language. You're expressing yourself through the art of dress up. And that's what Waste Up Wardrobe and uh, Jade House of Style is all about. It's about how do we use clothes as tools to express ourselves? How do you use clothes as tools to up-level our outside image and in turn up-level our inside style. So, um, so, you know, style is a language. The way you dress yourself is a way of expressing yourself and it's a journey. It's not something that you can do right away. Now, if you had an expert helping you, if you had, um, some direction, if you, um, you know, if, if you hired somebody to do it much like myself, then yes, it can happen quickly. Right. But a lot of people kind of want to take the journey, step at a time. And that's why I designed the show so that you can dip your toe and see how you can start your journey of really building a great dynamic wardrobe that flexes with ease and also uh, suits your, your lifestyle and your work style and everything that you do. So, um, during the process of building a great wardrobe and discovering um, what you like and what you don't like, you'll realize that it's really a journey. It's 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 the self-discovery. You realize the things that you've invested in the past that were just big no's. Like you wouldn't have known it's a mistake unless you actually made the mistake. It's kind of how we learn about everything, right? And you realize the things that you really love because either you've worn it and people have complimented you on it, or you've worn it and you felt like a million bucks in it for some reason. Um, and and so you kind of start, you, you, you have through building some kind of a wardrobe that you have today, you've figured out what you like, what you don't like. But when you're starting to proactively build your wardrobe, you are going to be more intentionally thinking about what you like and what you don't like. And um, during the journey of building the dream closet, you're actually defining your style. You're developing it and you're defining it. You realize, oh boy, I hate the color orange. Why did I ever buy five different tops in that color? You know, so you realize, okay, that's something I'll never do again. And it just doesn't align with who I am. When I wear, I feel orange because it maybe isn't the right color for you, right? So that is what I mean when I say you are, it's a journey and you define your style as you go through building a, a dream closet. So just like every language has building blocks or has an alphabet, style has an alphabet. It has building blocks. And that's what I'm going to share with you here today. Um, it is sort of my proprietary process. It's my pro, is the, it's the mnemonic I use for every conversation I have. And we did a whole series on podcasting ABCs. And today I'm doing a whole series, or at least this show is about uh, building a dream closets ABCs. And so I want to start by, you know, taking you through it one step at a time, because if you're doing this on your own and you want to get started, I want you to feel like you can, that it's easy, that it, all it just requires is a little bit of guidance and maybe listening to the show and kind of taking the guidance and applying it, right? Kind of like uh, a do-it-yourself, but you're guided through it. So it's sort of a, a hybrid, done-for-you, do-it-yourself kind of process. So I want to start with the first thing you need to think about when you are starting to build a closet, which you want to love for a long time, and you want to be able to put into action and use um, and flex and have it, you know, adjust to your lifestyle, both 
um, your 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 you know your fun lifestyle and your work lifestyle. And the first thing that I always start with when I'm working with clients on building and uh, editing closets is is assessing. So A <laughs> in the ABCs is for assessing. And so what do I mean by that? Assessing as we um, as we accumulate things, as we, you know, as we search for what we like and we try things on and we learn about new trends, we end up accumulating a lot of things. And many of what we have sometimes isn't really suited for us, nor do we like it that much. We maybe like it on the hanger when we're in the store, but we don't necessarily, aren't necessarily able to wear it and own it once we get it from the store. And so what I talk about, what what I mean when I say assessing, that first step, A is for assessing, is that you want to go into your closet as it is today. You want to scan it and you want to assess what's going on on it. Is there a lot of things in there that you never actually wear? Are there things in there that are in colors that you have no idea why you invested in and that you just don't think that you're right color? Are there things that are so old that they have holes in them? Those are the things that you're doing when you're assessing. And so you want to kind of look around and also realize that over time we end up, well, let me back up a little bit. Have you ever been in a situation where uh, you've walked into your closet and you've thought, oh my goodness, I have so many things and I have this event and I have nothing to wear. And you're like, and you're, you're kind of surprised by that because like, I have so many clothes. They're all right here in front of me. Why do I feel like I have nothing to wear? And this is a really important idea to think about when you're assessing, because the the thing is, as we accumulate articles of clothing, typically, if we're not doing it intentionally, we really haven't defined our style yet. We don't know what we're looking for. We don't know how to shop for our bodies. Then we tend to accumulate a lot of special pieces, things that look great on the hanger. They look great. They just are such a pretty piece, like a pretty dress or a pretty blazer or a great looking top. Uh, But special pieces don't flex very well together. And if we've accumulated, you know, 50 special pieces, there's only maybe one or two ways to wear that special piece. And then that's it. So really, you need to think about and and that's why people walk into a closet, they have so many things and they feel like, wait a minute, why do I feel like I don't know I don't have any outfits. It's because special pieces don't flex together. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that a little bit later, because there is something that is essential in your closet that you have to have so that your wardrobe flexes. But right now, I just want to focus on the assessing step, right? You walk into the closet, all these things, look, peruse it, kind of scan for the things that are obviously not you anymore, the things that, you know, you've never worn, the things that perhaps, you know, are, are too big or even too small, or have holes in them. And it's time, just top level, the things that you're certain will never be something you would want to wear, you can get rid of those. And and you can get rid of them safely, because if you haven't worn them in a while, then chances are you probably won't wear them ever. And all they are right now is clutter in your closet. And I want to repeat a, a, a a statement that I truly believe is true. And I want you to think about this during your assessment time, the time that you're assessing your closet. Um, Things that are in your closet that have never never been worn or just sitting there are really just stuck energy. 
Okay. So this is more than about the clothes. This is about your mindset. This is about what feels good in a closet, right? If you walk into your closet and you have a lot of cluttered pieces that you never put into use, that is stuck energy and stuck energy keeps us stuck not only in what we're wearing, but also in life. When you walk into a great space that is open and everything feels organized and in harmony and it feels like it belongs, there's a sense of harmony. You don't feel stuck. But if you walk into a space and it feels cluttered and it feels like it's just shoved in there and it's never been pulled out of its spot, that's stuck energy and that's clutter. And those are things you need to clear during the assessment period. Okay. So A is for assessing. You want to assess your closet as it is today by stepping into it and looking, just scan it top level and look at things that obviously will never be worn, that you'll never put into use, things that still have plastic bags on them or tags on them that haven't been worn for years or whatever, months. Uh, So chances are you'll never wear those. Get them out of the closet. Okay. Step number two. Now, step number two, I've actually have a whole blog written about this. And it's actually, as we get a little bit more, um, you know, we zoom in more on the specific clothes. So the step A of assessing was more of a top level of assessment, right? We go in, we know that that coat sitting there has been there for five years and you're never going to wear it. It's collecting dust. It needs to go out. Easy, easy decision-making. Now it's a second level decision-making. It's B. And B is for, I would, I'm going to say brainstorming, kind of like when you're writing an essay, you're brainstorming first. So now we're brainstorming. We're looking through everything um, more specifically, every piece of clothing, we're going to look at it more specifically. We're going to pull it out. We're going to look at it. We're going to say, hey, piece, (laughs) Um, are you in good condition? Well, if it has holes in it, if it's tattered, if it has, you know, if it's been worn and loved for many, many years and it's just out of shape, then the answer to that is it's not in good condition. So no on that. The second question you want to ask as in regards to that garment is, do you fit me well? So maybe past the first says, maybe it is in good condition. But when I put it on, it makes me look like a tent. That's not something you should be wearing. So the answer to question two should be if it's if it doesn't fit well. It's got to go, right? And then finally, you want to evaluate whether or not it's outdated. It's, if it's something you wore in high school, it's most likely outdated and it's time for it to go. So those three questions that you need to ask yourself in the brain, in the B for brainstorming process of, you know, of building your dream closet. And remember, yes, we are building the dream closet, but before we build it, we have to lay a foundation. We have to assess what we already have in there. And then we have to assess again or brainstorm, go a little bit deeper and take out the things that really, really will never serve us. And we do that a little bit microscopically by looking at each piece and evaluating whether or not that specific piece is in good shape to stay in our closet. Does it fit well to stay in our closet? Is it current enough to stay in our closet? It needs to qualify for all those things to be really worth taking up space in our lives. It's so important. Okay. So A is for assessing, B is for brainstorming, and then three, the third step is C is for curating. And what we're curating here is the most important part of your wardrobe. So we've already done the top level assessment. 
And let's assume we've done all the brainstorming. And when I mean all the brainstorming, I mean we've gone through every article of clothing that's left in the closet and we've thought about whether it's worth it to keep it or toss it, okay? Or give it away or return it or whatever. Is it worth it? Is it, is it worth taking space up in our lives and in our closet? Now you get to the C, which C is for curating, and it's curating the most important thing, the foundational pieces in your closet, the basics in your closet. And I'm just going to make a little language analogy because style is a language, right? Vowels are really the most important letters in the alphabet, right? You, you well, I don't. I mean, I don't know. That's my. I, I like to talk about them as important because they are like the glue that pulls the words together. Without vowels, it's hard to put words together, right? Similarly, in your closet, without curating your basics, without having those real essential pieces in your closet, it's really hard to pull your outfits together, okay? So if A is for assessing, that's step number one. B is for brainstorming and getting even deeper with the clothes and really taking a look at each piece individually and checking if it is current and, um, you know, and fits well and if it is in good condition. C is for curating the basics. And the basics are, I have a proprietary sheet of 40 basics that everybody should have. And I will be attaching in the comments a list of the spring basics that you have to have, 10 spring basics that everybody has to have. And I want to talk a little bit about why those are important and how you use them. So let's, for example, let's talk about what a basic is. Like I said, the basics are those important pieces that you need to pull your outfits together. So a little white t-shirt for spring is really key. When you go to summer, it's a little white tank. When you go to winter, it's a long-sleeved white shirt or the long-sleeved black shirt. So if the, the white t-shirt is a basic and is important because you could throw on a pair of jeans and then put a great fancy blazer on it like I have on today and you're instantly you instantly got a good outfit and you could throw on any blazer or you could throw a great scarf on it and you got an outfit or you could throw a great statement necklace on it and you got an outfit with your jeans so that's what basics can do for you basics can flex your wardrobe in many many ways um, as opposed to special pieces that you can't wear in many ways, okay? So that's why the little white t-shirt, the great pair of fitting jeans, um, um, a, a scarf and some colorful colors are basics that need to be in your wardrobe. And I will be putting the list of 10 basics in the comment box for you to check out and, and look at and see if you have those in your closet. So let me summarize. A is for assessing, top-level assessment. B is for brainstorming, going through every single piece and doing your test of those three points. And C is for curating the basics. So remember, the little white t-shirt. I call them basics in a box because I always have them ready to go for my clients. And I tell them, these are the basics you need to have. And then they you know, invest in them and they see just how much that transforms the closet. And so... Uh, the little white t-shirt, the great pair of fitting jeans, you know, a, um, a great pair of sunglasses. Those are all on my list of basics. So then you build that in, right? Then D is for defining your style. Okay. So now that you've cleared the mess and then you've also evaluated what you have accumulated over time and gotten rid of the things that don't work, 
And then you built the basics in the little white t-shirt and all those really important pieces that everybody should have in one form or another. Now it's a, now it's time to define your style. So I've always said that like even with basics, you can actually have a very minimalist style and just wear basics and you've got you can have a lot of outfits and that's why basics are so important, right? But then of course you want to add some personality to your wardrobe and you want to add style and you want to, you know, create a signature look for you. So for instance, um, I think it was Steve Jobs who had a uniform that he wore, right? A black shirt and black pants. I think, I don't know, Rick, do you know what Steve Jobs uniform was? Um, I know he had a uniform. That's all that's what he wore. And for gentlemen, they have basics too. Um, but do you remember what that was? I just remember seeing him in shows or up on stage in all black, whether it was at most of the time it was a nice black t-shirt, black pants. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. So there's an example of somebody who's actually used their basics as their full wardrobe because they're minimalist. Right. And that, is totally fine. We all knew him as that is his style. And that's okay. That's how he defined his style. But not everybody wants to have a minimalist style. Everybody wants to have a unique style. So for instance, D, when D, D is for defining your style. And so people ask me all the time, well, how do I define my style? And that's something I work with my clients all the time on because it is a big part of the work that I do um, in helping them really stand out and create an image for themselves. But as you're exploring this on your own, think about defining your style. Like when I have to tell people how to do. So this is the part where the the expertise comes in handy, right? The where the layperson might need a little bit of help, but it doesn't mean you can't, you know, dip your toe and give give it a shot with some of these pointers. So how do you define your style? It happens over time because you evolve. When you're a teenager, your style is one thing. As you mature, you're you're, you're, you get a little bit more sophisticated, perhaps, or your life work um, lifestyle changes, and you have to dress a little bit differently to accommodate that. But so, so just know that your style does develop over time. But a lot of times, when I'm helping somebody define their style and guiding through that process. I look at their brand. What is their brand? Are they um, are they people that are out on the field in the field all the time? They can't really dress in heels or be fancy. They need to be in boots and jeans and rugged clothes because they're out in the field. They're engineers or something like that. So I look at what their profession is because their lifestyle, their image has to be aligned with that. They can't wear stilettos or pumps, uh, you know, in the dirt. So that doesn't make any sense. And it is, you know, it wouldn't be serving somebody to, to create a wardrobe where they can't practically use it. Right. So you look at their brand and sometimes I use the brand colors. Like if somebody has a brand color, that's you know, blues or amethyst or reds, then we definitely interject the brand colors in the wardrobe. And you can do that too. If you have a brand, um, or you love a color so much. I have a I have a, a friend who loves red, so she has the red blazer and red shirts, and she really, really sprinkles a lot of red in her closet. So if you have a color that you love and it just speaks to you, then you use that color as part of defining your style. Um, you know, also, you know, think about the things that make you feel really great. Some people love to wear cotton dresses because it just feels like butter on them. They're comfortable in it and they look good in it. So if that's something that is your style, then that's what you invest in. And that's how you define your style. When you're thinking about defining your style, you have to think about it this way. Um, 
people who have a defined style that's recognizable um, are are people who like um, when you see them and they're wearing something, you know, oh, that's so that's so Jen. Or you see somebody else wearing something that Jen would wear, and you're like, oh, Jen would love that because you understand that that's part of who they are and how they like to express themselves stylistically. Think about the profession sometimes. Sometimes in developing style, you want to think about what profession you're in, what line of work. If you're a teacher, then maybe your style is to wear maxi cotton dresses all the time because you're always on the floor with your kiddos and you want to make sure that you're comfortable. Um, So that's a way where the profession can influence and impact the style that you develop. Think about the things you love. I have a client that loves to wear blazers. It instantly uplevels her credibility and she it feels great in that. And so we've invested in so many different blazers. And all she has to do is wear her little white tank top and her jeans and throw whatever blazer on she feels like in that day. And that's her style. She's the blazer girl, right? Um, statement earrings. Maybe your style is sporting statement earrings. That happens to be what I love. And I love to wear statement earrings. And so people know that when they see big earrings, they think of me. Or if they want big earrings, they think of me because that is how I have defined my style. You know, um, some people like gold. Some people um, like to wear a sentimental heirloom um, piece of jewelry. So those are the things that you can use to define your style. I had a client once, and some people like pick things that are, you know, influenced by their culture. So I had a client once who um, I went to edit her closet, and she at the end of our work together, she revealed to me that she had all this jewelry from her Norwegian grandmother. It was very unique, very different, and she never wore it. And I told her, why are you wearing this? This is so unique. This will make your style stand out as somebody, it's something that nobody else has. And that's what signature style is. It's a way you wear something, the manner in which you carry yourself, the manner in which you wear something that is different than everybody else. That's what makes somebody very stylish. And of course, you know, there's the minimalist, like we spoke about earlier. Um, Some people like to have an all neutral wardrobe, you know, all the creams and the browns and the beiges and the blacks and the whites, and that's their style. And that's a very sophisticated style. It's not for everybody, but it's a very sophisticated style. And it can be very, um, it, it can be very identifying for somebody who actually it has built that wardrobe um, style in. So think about the things that you love that resonate with you. Think about your brand. Think about the colors that people have seen on you and said, wow, that is a great color for you. Think about the styles that make you feel like a million bucks. Think about what your life is like. If you're a teacher, if you're a mom who has to run around all the time, you need to be in comfortable clothing, but still, you still want to look put together. So that has to come into play. So that was F. Uh, I'm sorry, that is um, D, and D is for defining your style. Next, that number five is um, E, and that is evaluate what you already have and then think about what you need, where the gaps are that you need to fill, right? So once you have assessed and and really purged the things that you don't need and then built in the basics. And then you've started defining the styles that you like. Now you can fill the gaps. The things that already exist in your closet that are aligned with yourself can stay, right? And the things that 
maybe you don't have a lot of, you love blazers, but you don't have a lot of blazers and that's a gap you're going to want to fill. Or maybe you don't have all the basics you need, like the little white t-shirt or the little white tank top or a little black t-shirt. And so you need to start filling those gaps. That is the fifth thing you need to do. And E is for evaluating what you have and what you need and filling the gaps for that. And then the next step would be F. And F is for finding accessories, right? Accessories are sort of the punctuation to your outfit. That's the thing that you want to like finish the outfit with. And some people are, again, very minimalist. Maybe they always wear their pearl earrings and that's fine, but they still have to finish it. And some people love to layer on the jewelry. I happen to be one of those people. I love to layer on jewelry because I feel like it's a punctuation to my outfit and I like to do it in a very dynamic way, right? And I also like to wear the statement earring. So accessorizing can be very, very important um, to finish the look and finish the outfit. And so you have to start that sort of, that step is about thinking about what are those accessories that you want to inject into your wardrobe that feel like you and feel like um, that you can own and that would align with the style that you've been developing now. And then um, the final step, G, is for going through everything regularly on a regular basis and really um, at, from that point forth. So you've now done all the steps to start and create um, a dream closet, right? You've assessed what you already had. You've gotten rid of the things that don't work. You've looked at every piece in your closet closely and you've decided if you want to keep it if it was aligned with you or not, you've built in the basics, you have developed a style or you're working on developing a style, you've then um, gone through and filled the gaps and you've figured out what accessories are the ones that you like to wear and then you're done pretty much, but not really because style is a is a changing evolving thing remember at the beginning of the show i told you it was a journey and it's a process um trends come in and out and every once in a while we each want to kind of you know we want to we want to play with the trend we want to try it we want to see if it fits us and it suits our style and if it, if it really blends into our style okay so the last step g is for going through everything regularly so when I say that, I mean that every once in a while, you want to go through your closet and you want to do a mini evaluation. Is this still suiting me? And go through those little steps. But if you've done it once, the way we, you know, from the beginning up, it becomes easier if you're doing it on a regular basis, like every six months or every year. Um, when you do that, and when you go through this process, you'll realize that when you start buying and investing in new clothes that you're going to do it with more intention. So when you're at the store and you're deciding if you should buy something or not, you're going to be asking yourself those questions. Does this align with my style that I've developed? Does it fit well? Does it make me feel great when I wear it? Will I be able to get a lot of use out of it? So those questions that we went through um, in the, you know, the beginning of the show through the show are always going to come up every time you're going to invest in a new piece, which is a great thing because now you'll start adding to your wardrobe with intention, which is amazing, right? Because you won't no longer buy things that don't suit you. You'll no longer get things that you'll, you're going to park. Um, and everything should really bring you happiness and joy and make you feel great when you wear it, right? So that's the idea. And that's why you have to always be going through it. A lot of times, because I do invest a lot of clothes, because that's 
kind of what I do and I use my clothes as props and I use it for video. I will, when I buy one item, I will try and purge another item just because I, you know, you kind of run out of space. You don't have room to put everything in. And so it's nice to always purge and turn over items so that you don't end up in that step one of a cluttered space, right? We don't ever want to go back there. So, and then, so I said that, you know, going through it on a regular basis is sort of the final step, but actually there's one more step past that. And that's H for honing, honing your style continually. You will find that as you mature, as new trends come out, as new styles come out, you're going to find that you'll be honing your style on a continual basis. Now, you probably hold pretty close to the style you originally had. If you're a classic timeless girl, you'll always be a classic timeless girl. If you're an edgy dresser, you'll always be an edgy dresser. If you're a minimalist, generally you'll always be a minimalist. But you always have to be leaving room to hone that style and elevate it or shift it up a little bit just to keep it exciting, right? And spice it up a little bit. So with the hashtag dream closet and shine, when you put the hashtag in the comments box, I will jump on a call and I will um, I will talk to you about how to get started dreaming, building your dream closet. Let's do this. Let's get on a call and let's start thinking about how you're going to build your dream closet. Okay. So hashtag dream closet and shine and I'll connect with you and we'll talk about your dream closet. And I just finally want to wrap up with the Waste Step Wardrobe, a weekly wrap up. And the main takeaway, remember, is that you want to have a wardrobe that feels great when you walk into it, not a wardrobe that or a closet that's cluttered, that feels heavy and stressful when you walk into it. Because, you know, a dream closet should make you feel great and it should have everything in it should have a function. So remember that. Tools you can use definitely this show. In the checklist, you'll find the spring must-haves and spring essentials that I will attach here. And you can use that as a checklist for your spring essentials that you have to invest in. But also go through the show and go through the steps and start putting this into action as a tool. And then um, as far as um, you know, as far as tips go, you know, remember. It, having a closet should make you feel great. And if your closet as it sits right now is causing you stress or you always walk into it and you feel like there's nothing ever to wear in it, then it's time to start thinking about changing things up a little bit. And finally, to get you jump-started into this as an action item, do step one. Just do step one. Step one is easy. The A for assessing is super easy. Go in and those things are obviously not being utilized in your closet. Take them out. Get rid of them. You know, that dress that you wore to prom that you're still hanging on to, get rid of it. You know, that coat that's just collecting dust that you never need because you live in California, get rid of that. Take out what's obviously not serving you and get and, and get through step one. And if you need me to jump on a call with you to kind of get you bridged into step two, just, you know how to get, you know how to reach me. You can comment, you can message me here, but definitely put the hashtag dream closet and shine. And I'll jump on a call with you and I will help you through the process, give you some ideas, additional personalized tips. So you can really put this system into action. And remember, I'm just going to round it up. 
A is for assessing, that's step number one. B is for brainstorming, going through every single piece in your closet and evaluating whether it is suitable to stay. C is for curating the most important things in your closet. Those are your basics, your box of basics. D is for defining your style and working on that based on your lifestyle and how that, what your lifestyle looks like and how you want to define your style. E is for evaluating the gaps. Where do you have to fill in the pieces? Do you have to get more basics? Do you have to figure out what is your style and what you want to add there? And F is for finding the right accessories. G is for going through everything regularly. And H is for always honing your style and trying to develop it. So there you have a Waste Up Wardrobe Nation. <laughs> the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap-up and episode 84, where you're going to go and start building your dream closet and meet us here again next Thursday at 11.30, where we're going to bring you another fresh show so that you can elevate your image, and whether it's in person or on camera. 